spooky bro. This audio and video and all of its contents is made in association with the SCP website. Secure, contain, protect. This video and audio contains disturbing content, violent content, spoopy content, cute creatures, sudden laughing. Viewer discretion and listener discretion is advised. Honestly, I really think that those entries are getting longer and longer each time, but that's just me saying. Anyway, welcome back to Spoopy Burrow. I am Chell, your residential phoenix, and with me today is someone who is more lazy than Garfield for the day being, which is May. Yeah, wow, a non-octopus one today. Weird. Garfield likes eating octopus. Garfield can go fuck himself. <laughs> oh, man call out to Garfield. Anyway, this is our last SCP episode because we are doing them in clicks of three. So we're going to be doing three SCPs, three creepypastas, three rituals, three cryptids, rinse and repeat. I can totally talk today. We're already having problems. Well, I mean, what's an episode without problems? The last episode ever is going to be a perfect run through and it's going to scare me and I'm going to cry. We're going to have a last episode. Yeah, you're right. We're never going to have a last episode. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we are going to kick it off with... We're only going to be doing two of them today. Just because one of them is a super multi-part long one. And the other one is a longer one. But it's really good. And I enjoy this one a lot. Yeah, it's going to be fun today. Oh, yeah. Um, so, first one kicking off is SCP-2941, Object Class Euclid, which is one that May has been telling me to get. It's so much fun, though. I know it is. Okay, so pretty much, um, all instances, note the word instances, you're in for some fun here, everybody. Of SCP-24... Whoa, I'm already messing up, and we are three words in. Good job. All instances of SCP-2941 are to be kept within separate and fully isolated biocontainment chambers within Biological Containment Site 103. Instances should be provided with four to six hours of direct light from an overhead fluorescent. Each instance of SCP-2941 must be checked at least four times a day to confirm that the specimen that the specimen's morale level fall within the mandated guidelines. It's so much fun. You have to like belittle the crap Hold out on. of this thing. Hold on. It makes me happy. Stop jumping the gun. Well, whatever. Continue. SCP-2941 is a collective designation is the collective designation for an anonymous population of fruits and vegetables. Kids, this is what happens when you don't eat your veggies. Yeah, you get spoopy veggies, man. Spoop fruit. Instances of SCP-2941 are super only superficially resemble their non-anomalous counterparts and differ from non-anomalous fruits and vegetables in both behavior and growth patterns. Because apparently your fruit and vegetables can behave, unlike small children. <laughs> God, how many stabs are we going to be making at kids this entire time? I don't know. We're, we're talking about veggies, man. True. Eat your crust, kids. <laughs> SCP-2941 instances possess limited sensory awareness, are capable of locomotion, and furthermore, show um, some have shown the ability to speak. Though, however, <laughs> SCP-2941 instances manage to vocalize. 
How they managed to vocalize is currently unknown. Could you imagine you're trying to eat something <clears throat> and it's like, ah! No! Don't eat me! Like, it just, like, rolls off your plate. It's like, I'm getting the hell out of here. Dude, Toy Story was right, man. Things move on their own. Spoopy. <laughs> Under optimal containment conditions, the physical size of each instance of SCP-2941 conforms to the average size of comparable specimens in its particular species. However, rapid growth will occur when any instance of 2941 is presented with verbal and or physical affection, as well as any other kind of positive reinforcement. Instances <laughs> will also exhibit this property when engaging in pleasurable activities. No upper bound of SCP-2941's enlargement has been shown through on-site testing and by foundation computer modeling. Proper demoralization must be maintained on a regular basis as any instance left alone for a period between three to five hours will begin to grow at a noticeable rate. <laughs> Foundation researchers have hypothesized that each instance of SCP-2941 has an innate high positive self-image that must be countered at all times. The current, list, fruit. <laughs> the current list of contained SCPs are as follows. I'm going to do the dashes, mm -hmm. because I'm not listing off the fucking numbers each time. No thanks. Okay. Dash one is a red delicious apple. Primary pleasure vector involved rolling around in a circular pattern within <laughs> its containment cell until researchers <laughs> were able to convince it that any movement will awaken a massive parasitic worm living inside of it. And it should continue to be made clear that removing the worm from Dash 1 is simply beyond the Foundation's capabilities. That's amazing. It's That's just... <laughs> Could you imagine telling a child that? Like, if you wiggle around too much, a, a demon is living in you and it'll, like, destroy you from the inside out. We can't take it out of you. So don't wiggle. <laughs> like... <laughs> dash 2 is a fennel plant. A what? Fennel. Oh, okay. Cool. Main morale boost comes from engaging in the popular children's game Peekaboo by being placed underneath a piece of fabric large enough to completely cover it and then having the fabric quickly pulled away. Tests have shown that Dash 2's greatest demoralization occurs when the fabric is, sifty, is simply left covering it and no <laughs> attempt is made to assist while it tries to roll free. The longest time to date that two has been trapped beneath the fabric is 16 days, which, as test models predicted, um, conceded with the record low morale. Wow, like... Sorry, coincided. I can talk today. We literally need to abuse the fruits and vegetables to make sure they don't grow. Like, literal abuse. Wow. Dash three is a honeydew melon. Melon! Everyone hates honeydew that I know, and I'm like, I really like honeydew. They're so It tasty. is. I actually don't like cantaloupe. I prefer honeydew over cantaloupe. So do I. I like cantaloupe, but I just prefer honeydew. All right. It is very quick to notice nearby individuals and will repeatedly vocalize questions regarding the quality of its roundness to minimize misunderstanding. Um... On SCP-3's part, researchers must um, be sure to always respond with each query with the statement, You are a hideous cube. And, yeah. I thought it was a watermelon, but that nope. might have been a miss. It is a honeydew melon, and you must, every question that it asks, you must answer with, You are a hideous cube. 
Could you imagine it asked like, what am I? Where am I? You, you are a hideous cube. What's your mom's name? You are a hideous cube. Yeah, I mean, that would be demoralizing to anyone. Just like literally any question asked, you are a hideous cube. <laughs> and you must like enunciate that you are a hideous cube. Over and over and over again. It's like filthy cubes. <clears throat> Lol button of you are a hideous cube. Come find it. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Okay. A Cavendish banana is number four. A fancy banana. Oh yeah. Um compulsively attempts to show off its ability to balance vertically on its stem. Four should always be contained within a biochamber specifically modified with a floor that consistently pivots up and down at random angles and directions, preventing four from balancing. <laughs> that is just frustrating, man. Wow. Could you imagine if it gets good? <laughs> like, it just, oh, like, man. circus performer level of crap? I am the fancy banana. I balance. It's apparently kind of French now, too. French banana. <laughs> All right, number five is a green pepper. Hmm. It regularly vocalizes concerns about well about the well-being of the rest of the SCP instances. Aww, it's so sweet. Five is always to be told that the other specimens have been made, um, have made it clear to Foundation personnel that they wish five would mind its own business and that its consideration is unwanted. Oh my God! <laughs> it's like Mama Hen, and it's like the children hate it, like. Kill yourself. Seriously. They don't like you butting into their business. Stop it. Don't burst into my room, Mom. Knock. Jeez. What are you, Morty? <laughs> <laughs> Number six is a Persian lime. What's up with this fancy-ass fruit? I don't know, man. Persian lime. Six's morale has been shown to market to markedly increase when placed in the silent containment cell. Researchers do an hourly check to confirm that the speakers placed in six, uh, current, Six's current biochamber is functioning correctly and that the audio file chosen by the current head researcher is playing at an uninterrupted loop of minimum 90 decibels. Oh my god, do you know what? They do that to terrorists in Guantanamo Bay. For Christ's sakes, we're torturing the fruit. <laughs> At the same time of uh, writing, the sounds of a knife scraping a glass bottle has been left playing for 84 days. Jesus Christ, I would literally kill myself. Like, what? That poor, poor lime. Oh my god, that's beautiful. Alright. That could be a fun part too. Like, a lime with, like, like scratchy with noise. headphones on. Yeah, or, like in, like, in the background, just, like, knives and stuff. Just yeah, just line with a headphone. That's all we need. <laughs> all right, number seven is a turnip. Turnips. The turnip has expressed repeated desire to only be referenced as Terry. Terry the turnip. Okay. That Foundation could be a... personnel are expressly forbidden from doing so, but if absolutely necessary, they should refer to seven directly, condescendingly, and repeatedly as any other name besides Terry. Other <laughs> names, including... Um, um, sorry. Names producing the most severe demoralization vector so far have included Ferguson, <laughs> Wingding, and Buds. I might have to make a freaking plushy turnip 
and just have like different name tags or a writable name tag on them. Hello, my name is. Yep, and just anything but Terry. Mm-hmm. Literally, like, that's the name tag. Anything but Terry. <laughs> and just have him have the sad face. Exactly. Sad turnip. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Sad All right. turnip. Number eight is a pair of button mushrooms. Mushrooms? As this pair is shown to prefer close visual contact... Each separate SCP-8-8 instance should be kept in detached, opaque chambers a minimum of four meters apart. If the situation requires, researchers are allowed to converse with negative- with, uh, dash eights instances separately, with the sole focus of pointing out how the other member of the pair had been given an opportunity to be placed back together, but voluntarily and happily turned it down. Oh my god. It's so mean. We have to be so mean to these things. This is beautiful. Like, they're just like, let's look up like a torture, how to like horribly just mess someone up with emotional abuse and or actual abuse, and then let's do it to fruit and vegetables. Someone did not like their... their oh veggies. my god. Oh jeez, I, I have concerns. Oh lord. This one's beautiful. Continue. Number nine is a peach. The peach has often expressed displeasure with all forms of physical contact by Foundation researchers. Any researcher involved in the study of SCP-9 should mark on Form 49C how many times they were able to flick 9 with their finger throughout their work shift. <laughs> so they just, like, button push this poor peach. Like, just fuck you. Fuck flick, you. Fuck you. Flick, fuck you. Flick, flick, Like, they just flick. sit in the room and just, like, flick the peach. Could you imagine if they stroked the peach? Like, try to make it, like, nice, but they're like, no, don't touch me. That's that's a creepy plushie. But you live dark right out of this. <laughs> All right, we got two more. Number 10, speaking of cantaloupes, is a cantaloupe. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, oh gosh. You ready? Take it me. wants to tell jokes to Foundation staff. Morale reduction has been maximized by initiating procedure um, 2941-10-A, which dictates that Dash 10 be allowed to tell any joke it wishes, but should be addressed immediately afterwards with an angry, um, with angrily delivered comments regarding how poor the joke was constructed and or how 10 has profoundly hurt the joke recipient's feelings. Oh my god. You're a hideous cube. Your jokes suck. Like, excuse you, I'm triggered. <laughs> that alone would keep that thing from growing at all. Yeah, jeez. This, this, our fruits are very mean. Or we're mean to our fruits. Oh, Lord. And then the last one. Do-do-do-do. Number 11 is an eggplant. Which, ironically, is what's on this power pack. You leave my eggplant alone. Yeah, I'll stop playing with the power pack. As long as 11 has been under the Foundation's care, it has been repeatedly... It has repeatedly vocalized only one sentence without variations. Hobo, I love you. That, that's pretty spoopy. Eleven's morale has, through much experimentation, shown to decrease. 
when the most the most when addressed with the carefully enunciated response you should be hurled into the trash wow i wonder how, like some poor guy had to sit Ooh, in that room i love you you should be hurled into the trash so like literally someone had to sit in that room and just insult an eggplant could you imagine the mental break these people have on a regular basis just Hey guys, I found out how to insult the eggplant. Say that to someone out in the real world. I have insulted the eggplant sufficiently. Oh no. Oh oh no. Incident. Oh god, there was an incident. 2941-3-2. Oh lord. Due to the sudden and substantial water leak from Site 103's Antarctic Gardens, one of floor directly above SCP-2 941-3's containment cell, the decision was made by junior researcher Metcalf to temporarily move it to an empty research room down the hall. At the same time, testing had just finished for the day with SCP in 10 Class D personnel. As the remaining seven were being led back on site Class D barracks, they passed Metcalf transporting 2941-3 the opposite way down the same corridor. Ignoring established trans transport silence protocols, D34987 was later heard from recovered surveillance camera data, out calling loudly, hey baby, those are some nice round melons you got there. Oh, Jesus. Junior Research Metcalf the seven Class D personnel and two security officers leading them and 13 other nearby um, foundation staff were instantly crushed when it underwent the most rapid growth ever recorded in its instance. That's why we call it a cube, people. It Establishing people. morale levels low enough to recontain it took eight hours and updated containment procedures were immediately put into effect. <laughs> yep, yep. Wait, how did Junior Researcher die? Someone said that those were some nice round melons. And boom. Super. It was crushed by a honeydew melon. Giant honeydew melon. It was like, boink, done. So apparently it really likes semi-sexual round comments. Oh yeah. So like, we just need to update that. Okay, not thing. even like just those are some round melons it's nice round melons like yep just don't don't make Boop. compliments and or sexual roundy compliments to our uh, honeydew and i will never talk to my fruit again <laughs> just just shit talk your fruit the entire time and i love fruit like i love eating fruit i wonder if they've tried to eat it like have they cut into it I don't know, but that may be how they figured out that it vocalized. Just, <laughs> No, that would be the peach. Just, <laughs> Dormies, get out. Don't right. touch me! <laughs> don't touch my fuzz! <laughs> my fuzz? You've licked me, no! <laughs> oh my god. The fruit are just great. Just freaking great. Alright. I apologize if the microphone picked up any of that. You mean my... <laughs> no, my burping. <laughs> I apologize. Burp loud, burp proud. No. But, hey. 
If you're anything like Mr. Jewett, you can make it echo. It's glorious. Anyway. Our last one of the set is SCP-2030. Object class, Keter. Do-do-do-do! Special containment procedures. Foundation-operated web analysis bot Delta-9 Laughstop was to be kept in constant operation and checked for defects twice a week by level 2 staff member familiar with its operation. When functional, the bot will search for a wide range of files sharing and video streaming websites for SCP-2030 and remove any manifestations to covered. Finding and isolating SCP-2030's point of origin is considered Delta-level priority. Efforts to locate the studio where SCP-2030 is filmed is ongoing. Uh, this sounds just interesting. SC Here's the description for you. Gimme. SCP-2030 is an anomalous phenomenon that manifests as a television series. Hmm. The medium through which SCP-2030 manifests changes depending on the most popular format currently in use. Hello, internet. In 2014, SCP-2030 most commonly inserted itself into automated uh, DVD rental kiosks, file-sharing websites, and paid on-demand video streaming services. Nice. Try Hello Netflix. Mm. Keter Netflix. <laughs> Keter Flix. <laughs> oh, God. We, we got the end of the world. All that you need. God, we're going to get sued by Netflix now. Nope, just... Anyway, continue. So what's the series that it... Hold on. Prior to 2012, SCP-2030 commonly manifested as a DVD set in a video rental store and as VHS tapes prior to 2003. Thus far, no reliable evidence that SCP-2030 manifestations took place prior to the year 1993 has been discovered. Hmm. However, 38 sessions of programming were known to exist implying that SCP-2030 has been active at some degree since 1976. Dang. The series title typically appears as Laugh is Fun, Although variations of the same name, such as Laugh is Life or Laugh is Laugh, is not uncommon. The series has no corresponding box art. It mimics art from other television series, often causing viewers to select it, mistaking it for another program. Hmm. Talk about getting away with copyright. Yeah. It shows a hidden camera comedy series showcasing the candid responses of various people to bizarre, disturbing, and often anonymous anonymous anomalous situations I can talk. That word keeps stumbling me. So, what? It's like Fear Factor? (laughs) Episodes usually run between 10 and 12 minutes and feature introduction and closing segments that bookend the hidden camera footage. No episode to date has had an end credit roll. SCP-2030-1 is... a presumably human adult male that serves as the show's host, providing introductory and closing commentary as well as appearing to victims to reveal that they are being filmed for a television series. SCP-2030-1 is invariably shown wearing a royal blue three-piece suit with a black and white wing wingtip shoes. Very nice. Due to the way in which... Scenes are filmed, SCP-20301 is only seen from the neck down, making identification difficult. He refers to himself as Laffy McLafferson. 
That's amazing. I still don't know how this is a Keter class. I'm just like, picturing like a demon Steve Harvey because my brother watches the heck out of Family Feud. Like literally, we'll just find the best of Family Feud clips on YouTube and just go for hours. Like, so I'm just picturing like a really dapper dressed Steve Harvey with world-ending results. Apparently, individuals appearing on the show often react to the events that they witness with some panic and dist or distress but appear immediately calmed upon the appearance of SCP-2030-1. This is true even when the individual in question has sustained significant bodily harm or witnessed a particularly traumatic event. Huh. Additionally, most recorded individuals seem to express some degree of familiarity with SCP-2030-1, totally with Harvey. some claiming to be fans of the show. <laughs> Research into whether SCP-2030 viewers uses its viewership as its victim selection pool is ongoing. Episodes in this particular theme that each prank segment alludes to. Okay. SCP-2030-1 introduces these themes at the beginning of each episode as in a as-yet-to-identified as-yet-unidentified God, I can talk. Hmm. Catchphrase. God, I can talk. That is just gonna be like my freaking like button of choice is God, I can talk. Like just a little phoenix dude with like a little bubble. God, I can talk. It'll just be like a scribble above the head with a little thing that says God, I can talk and talk is spelled wrong. Mm-hmm. Episodes follow a particular theme that each prank segments that each prank segment alludes to. SCP-2030-1 introduces these themes at the beginning of each episode in an as-of-yet-unidentified of course it is it's oh my god it makes no sense reading it out loud film studio while standing atop a bright yellow stage decorated with oversized geometric shapes of various colors are we back in the 90s I mean obviously Episode themes vary from the mundane, such as the beach, pets, candy, to strange and violent, such as mail fraud, arson, and terrorism. I mean, hey, if you want to go one way, you want to go. SCP-2030-1 delivers a similar speech at the end of each program to close out the show. At the end of each episode, the camera pulls back and around from SCP-2030 stage to show the studio audience, which usually comprises of individuals featured in the episode. During this time, the words filmed in front of a studio audience, credited in partnership with... Do you... Okay. Y-W-T-G-T-H-F-T? Okay. Yigglebluft. Are superimposed over the footage in white text. Research into the identities of the people featured in the show prank segment has revealed that they are all persons who are unofficially documented as died or gone missing in the year that they appeared in the program. Oh, spooky. Throughout investigations into the deaths of SCP-2030, participants have revealed a number of inconsistencies and contradictions in matters concerning the circumstances of the deaths. Additionally, exhumations of the individual's remains have revealed that all recorded participants' bodies are currently missing. Huh. 
The general consensus among researchers assigned to SCP-2030 is that the victims are likely abducted after their use in the show, with their disappearances covered up when possible. <laughs> However, no concrete evidence is connected to the individual's deaths, with SCP-2030 besides the show's footage has yet been found. So, pretty much... Steve Harvey kidnaps people and forces them to watch a prank show. Or participate in said prank show. Exactly. And apparently, season 32... Oh, wow. ...was in 2008. That's impressive. I still don't get how this is a Keter class. Like, yeah, people are going missing and stuff, and that's spoofy, but... I don't get the Keter classification here. There is no way to contain it. Oh, right. Like, there physically is no way, and it keeps manifesting itself. Okay, yeah. That, yeah. Expected more. More, but... Eh. So, it has a little transcript of one of the segments. And I'm not going to go through reading the actual transcription. However, there is a note at the bottom. And it simply states... Video cuts off abruptly, and, the black, and a black screen is displayed for 30 seconds. Laughter and soft, wet noises can be heard in the background before the program ends. That's just spoopy, actually. Like, that's laughter and soft, wet noises. Seriously? Mm-hmm. You, you lumped your head, child. But, uh, yeah. Um. You're a hideous cube. And with that, we're going to go to break. So hang tight, and we will see you after the break. You are a hideous cube. Cube. And we are back from our break, and apparently I broke it again. Yeah, she's good at that. Oh my god, I'm so good at breaking audition. It's sickening. Yeah. With a really good computer, you're like, break it. <laughs> Let me break everything, Adobe. Ugh. There's a reason I work as a bug tester, May. I know, I know, but jeez. Okay, We're, we're trying so. to do things here. <laughs> okay, if you had to demoralize one fruit, what would it be? Ooh... Ooh. I would like to do the peach, honestly. <laughs> I, I would just, like, molest the hell out of that peach. Just to see, like... I just want to poke the peach. I would try to actually bite the peach to see if it, like, killed me or something. Because, you know, I value my existence. But, um... <laughs> just because it doesn't like being touched. And, like, I wonder if it's ticklish. Like... Where its stem should be, like, I'm like, tickle, 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 and it just goes, don't touch me! I'm like, I love the honeydew and, like, your hideous cube thing, but, like, I was, during the break, I was actually composing a song for the damn honeydew, and it's like, once there was a honeydew who thought it was round, but it's a hideous cube on the ground, and it should be ashamed of its cubiness. And I'm like, oh, I, I should not be around the honeydew. <laughs> it promotes weird, weird musical impulses. So yeah, I'm, I'd I'm poke the peach. I'm just going to give you like a ukulele and we should record that. 
as a fucking, like, ringtone? I mean, I don't know how to play ukulele, which is... Oh, you can figure it out. It's on the list of instruments I'm working on, but I need to acquire one, so... Alright, um... What about you, dude? What, what one would you like to mess with? Oh, man, um... Probably just because it would be really, really funny. Either the turnip mm. or the banana. <laughs> Reason well, being, hip check! Yeah. Fling it across the thing. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. Um, Just hip check. I do the love the turnip. banana. And, like, I would be so mean. Yeah, Bob. I know that you like turnips. Mm. Like, I would pick up the turnip and carry it around Excuse like Excuse you. What? It has a name. It's Hugo. It's literally anything but Terry. But could you imagine? You're like, oh, what a cute turnip. What Excuse a good Bob. You. I, you... I was going to say, Excuse you. His name is Harry. Yeah. Like, you, you praise it, but use all the wrong names to see how triggered you can get the damn turnip. You're like, you I know, George really doesn't like being called Hector. <laughs> exactly, like, <laughs> you, you pretend to praise it, and then you're purposely using the wrong name. It, like, that would drive me insane, so, like... Isn't that right, Susan? Exactly, bitch. But, um... <laughs> no, but, like, you know, it would be fun, and there's so much... Oh, come on, Murphy, it's not that bad. <laughs> I also like the, uh, the, the funnel plant, fennel plant, who's like, peekaboo, yeah. and you're like, No! And you just you cover know, it in a sheet for days. You're like, oh, jeez. Actually, I would just put a weighted blanket over it and just walk away. <laughs> yeah, like, there's no way of getting out of that one. I also want to know, like, so it, they can vocalize and stuff, and they're physically the fruit. Yeah. But, like, why haven't they, like, killed it? Like, have they tried to kill it? Like, why? It shows no harm. Why would they want to kill it? I mean, I guess, but why they waste... They haven't finished studying it yet. I mean, study it and all, but, like, why waste the manpower on just fruit that grows with ego? Like, you could just kill it and then be like, oh, we have an extra room for something more important. Because all SCPs are important no matter what class. I mean... <sighs> hideous cubes. Uh, stop making fun of... What was his name? Um... Um, it didn't have a name, it was just a... It was no, a, it's not... It was three, but... Oh, stop making fun of Brock like that. <laughs> yeah, we're... Yeah. We're, I'm making the plushie now. I, it's just got a name tag. It's it needs great. to have, like, a white dry erase marker. Yeah. <laughs> it's just gonna be a very sad turnip. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna even... like. I just like the idea of having a turnip with a name tag and being really dumb. <sighs> and then what was the other one we did? Oh, the the, the evil yes. Steve Harvey. Which, I mean, I've said that guy's name so often we're gonna have to credit him now, and hopefully we don't get, like... Yeah. Actually, I could see we him going after those really, really bad contestants on his show. Like, I've yeah. seen that man break and actually swear at them. Um, what was it? Name something that ends that starts, um, with pork. Mm-hmm. You pine. And then was it the mother was like, Lord! And like said the, it, like he didn't understand. Or like, oh there was gosh. this pregnant woman. And like, it was like the upfront buzzer thingy. And it was, uh, 
freaking name something that you wish your husband had that like Steve Harvey, like a body part or whatever. Mm-hmm. And this woman slams that button down and goes, his penis. And Steve Harvey literally like freaks out, like does a double take. And he goes, no, you don't say that. You don't, you're pregnant. Your husband's right there. You don't say that. And the best part was it was on the board. And he's just like, he walked off the stage. He's like, I'm done. I can't do this. He's just, I'm done. It was, it was beautiful. Like, oh my God. the entire show is just him slowly having a mental breakdown. We're just dealing with crazy people. Like, I know we were watching other ones that weren't Steve Harvey. Like, the older ones. Mm-hmm. And um, one of them that says, what is something you don't want to use after someone else? And I immediately said, your girlfriend. Oh, boy. And it was on the list. <laughs> That's so bad. The top one was like a tissue or toilet paper or something like that. I mean, like yeah, that, it would be really gross. Or like and a I Q-tip just, or something. No, mind you, I said this in front of my father-in-law, essentially. Oh, Lord. And he's like, excuse you, Chelsea? I'm like, face it, you wouldn't want to use your significant other if other people have used them before you. I mean, that's... He's like, that's true. Eh, it's... Okay, like... But I... nothing beats... That, that's... Playing cards against humanity... Oh, jeez. ...with your in-laws. Ooh. I... You learn a lot. Oh, I'm sure. Um... The best story I had was one of them got the word bukake. Oh, yeah. And I had to explain what that was. And for those who don't know what it and is, then, no. have fun with Google. Yes. I'll make sure that incognito is on. Yes, please. Um, in of which the next question afterwards was, how do you know this? Internet. And that was actually my reply was internet. <laughs> it's like channel Timmy Turner up in there. He's like... Internet, exactly. But that, ooh, that that was that was interesting. Mm. Yeah, no, I've had to explain. Actually, some I blamed stuff. it on anime conventions. Yeah, yeah, that would be yeah. when you hear something weird and you're like, "What the hell's that?" And they explain. It's like, "Oh, I learned something I didn't want to know today." <laughs> so that that was fun. But uh, no crazy game show host. Essentially, if you watch it, you may be part. And then you may die. Yeah. But just the image of him coming out of someone's shower. Yeah, no, that's... That's spoopy. <laughs> Certainly spoopy. That, that is terrifying. <laughs> and, like, where the fuck do they go? Apparently the some happens? hell dimension where he's like, Perpetual prank show. Ooh. Oh my god. I wouldn't even subject my worst enemies to that. Actually, I would as long as I could watch and not become part of it. Mm. But yeah, that that that's all the super fun stuff. Damn. And we we wrapped up our SCPs. Yay! Yep. We'll be back with well, SCPs like in like what, nine like, episodes. Yeah. Yeah, and then we'll find like some. later episodes. I think if this is episode three. Yep. So we have six, six nine, twelve. Episode thirteen is gonna be SCP again. Really? Yeah. Oh right. Yep. I can math today. So we will have all of those lined up, and hopefully by then I can actually speak. Really? That would be amazing. You might uh, be affected by an SCP and actually learn to talk. <gasps> is there a parrot SCP? I'm actually gonna go check fast. <laughs> I'm sure there is. There's some pretty, uh, there's many, 
a thousand of SCP, so. Oh? And she found one. Hold on! <laughs> she found one. It's a Euclid class. Well, I'm sure. It is a set of 17 posters depicting the phrase, A few still listen to the birds. SCP-1559 manifests... Of manifestations occur primarily in public places such as office buildings, strip malls, billboards, mailboxes, public phone booths, and parking garage. Where All manifestations have occurred in areas considered to be heavily urbanized. I'm safe. What did a few still listen to the birds? You said right. Mm -hmm. A few still listen to the birds. Hmm. Personnel have been able to communicate with affected subjects via the use of a parrot. Which intimidate, which imitated sounds produced by researchers. Oh, we're gonna have to go over this one because I fucking love birds. So wait, like they. Oh, make hold on. As time, um, when a human subject views an instance of SCP-1559, they begin to experience anomalous alterations um, to their hearing. Subjects will begin perceiving all sounds produced within the urban area as bird song. This area appears to be limited to whatever the subject considers to be urban area. Testing showed that when subjects were blindfolded and moved to an area that wasn't that they didn't consider an urban area, they claimed to hear what they said, but were unable to describe it further. Subjects' ability to hear sounds appears to cap at 90 decibels. However, such loud noises will still physically damage the subject's ears. In addition, any sounds or calls made by or as a result of avian organisms will be amplified to a significant degree. Initially, subjects may be upset or confused about the alterations to their hearing. However, as time goes on, they will no longer see the occurrence as abnormal and will willingly ignore any sounds produced by objects or items not related to birds, whether it be the sound whether or not the sound is blocked by SCP-1559's anomalous effect. As time progresses, subjects will be unable to feel any tactilization not related to birds' behaviors, such as coating homes or apartments with feathers, seeking out wild birds to listen to, and meditating intently have been reported. Huh. Bird so people. essentially, they turn you into a bird. Neat. Spoopy posters. That is interesting. Mm hmm That's why we do the SCP game. Oh, yeah. And there's our third one. Yeah. <laughs> so now we can talk about it. Full episode. <laughs> okay. I, I do like the, like, small things of progressively just start ignoring everything that is not bird-related. Yeah, it's like... Um, God, that's like you with octopus. I, hey. Octopuses are cool, man. Don't get me on the tangent, or otherwise uh, there's we're gonna There's an have octopus. Full... Oh, oh, really? What? There's several. I have concerns. Hey, hey, we'll save them for later. Cause <gasps> I wanna. It's safe. It. I wanna hug it. Oh, oh, you'll love this one. When a it's SCP-1182, um, when held by a subject, both will become effectively invisible. <gasps> It causes the subject to camouflage perfectly with their surroundings. Oh, I love him. I would snore him all day, every day, and be invisible. He's my invisible octopus buddy. Um, um, can we not discuss these right now? <laughs> um, 
No one needs to know. I'm surprised that you haven't tried to, like, now make this. I didn't even think about it. Okay, I've never even searched them. I actually was through them in order. And I've been cataloging a library. Dude, like... And you're sending me them. Yes. Yeah, I'm sending you the... I'm excited. There you go. Now you can make your octopus. Yeah. <gasps> oh damn. Make I was like, I can make it out of clear fabric. I'm like, that doesn't exist. <laughs> no, it's a metal pendant. Oh. It's so, only It's not a live octopus, okay. No, it's seventeen centimeters by seven and a half centimeters. That's pretty big, but you know, that's cool. I actually thought it was a live octopus, so I was I was excited. But that's even cooler because that I can wear him and hide. Mm -hmm. Sneaky. Sneaky octopus. It's only six inches by three inches. Yeah, but that's still pretty big for a pendant, dude. That's... Well, it's like a little sculpture thing. Yeah. So what other octopuses are? Because apparently this is the post show. Going through my, <laughs> my uh, happiness. A level. legit octopus. Yay! Seriously? <gasps> He's so cute. I don't want to hug him. I, jeez, the knee-jerk reaction to octopuses is scary. <laughs> and everyone's gonna be like, what is up with this chick? She's weird. Apparently it can do written conversation. I mean, that's not spoopy, so. Um. So it can write to me. Yes, pen pals, let's go. I see a lot of censorship on that article. Yeah, it's all because of the agents and the uh, dates and everything. Mm -hmm. So he's just talking to people. He's cool. Um, this is why I make plushies of octopuses, because I love them. <laughs> it has an abnormally high intellect. It can recognize color symbols, individual features of other species, the ability to communicate through written language. So besides the written language, normal octopuses recognize all of that anyway. They actually will like... <laughs> okay. Pause. We are not going on Manda's octopus tangent of I know way too much. Oh, what's that one? Is that more pictures? No, you don't want to see that. Oh, is it spoopy? I'm just gonna go home and look at them, you know that. It's a dead octopus. Oh, it's so sad. The Chinese place in town actually has octopus. And like, a full baby octopus. They're like, maybe two inches around. And like, they just got deep fried. And they're by the fruit section of all things, which is so weird. Dude. But I'm like, my little babies. Yeah, but those are bred for food. Yeah, I know. Still makes me sad. Like, like they're literally inbred so far that any intellectualness is long gone. No, I know. Like, but I they have, also taste really, really. I good. have nothing against people eating and you know, breeding animals for food and all that. You know that. Mm -hmm. I but am like, the carnivore. So yeah. We should wrap this up uh, with yep. uh, because your hideous guess, cube. <laughs> get, guess what? Guess what's this weekend? What? Retro Game Con. Th this weekend? Yeah. I thought it's next weekend. No, this weekend, bro. Because today's the 8th. I Dude. I, was... I can number, okay? It's Just... not the 8th. Oh, right. Yeah. But like next weekend, it's Retro Game Con, man. I'm excited. Oh, I... yeah. Oh, yeah. 18th and 19th in Syracuse. Come visit us. Yes, please. At the On Center. Do it. You'll see some cool stuff. Meet our spoopy team. Which, you know, also, is Also, it awesome, is but... confirmed. It is confirmed as well. 
that we are doing the Pokemon Ultra Sun Ultra Moon pre-release at the New Hartford GameStop. We are hosting their midnight pre-release. Sweet! That's great! Oh yeah, we get to do trivia, we get to hand out free stuff, free swag, and party with you guys. We got full permission. Do it! Come see us, please. Yep. Otherwise, I just Google octopus things and it's 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 lonely. Or crazy body pillows like we did last time. Yeah, yeah. Some Dude. of them are beautifully done art-wise. Others are just... Why? Why, SpongeBob? Why? I'm gonna get you that Mario and Luigi one. Please don't. <laughs> How about the Chakra one? I don't need that. I'm good. I don't need them. I'm safe. If anything, get me to the Discord one. I was just about to say, what about the Discord one? The Discord one, one with the bait, like the little... His it's both sides. Oh, really? That's yeah, a two-sided one. That That's... I liked that one because it's cute and happy. You don't want the sexy Velociraptor dinosaur one? No, because I don't need nightmares. I literally used to have nightmares about Velociraptors when I was little, so no thanks. Not that one. That one is just... I've seen this one <laughs> in person. It's absolutely beautiful. I mean, the art's great, but it's creepy AF, and I can't handle it. <laughs> That's kind of cool. They have all different cryptids. We're pretty much gonna, like, shamelessly plug this one site, because it's absolutely beautiful. Worth yeah, like, oh, yeah. and I'll go through my massive library of cryptid stuff and pick some stuff. Yeah, and I think script. if you're, like, free later this week, I'm just going to swing on down and be like, this, this, and this, and randomly pick off your shelf. Yeah, because yeah. I have, like, at least five different bestiaries, and then... I thought you said something else. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then I actually have, like, specific, like, dragons. Like, this is just a book about dragons. This is just a book about demons. This Same. Is just like so i guess i'll be bringing up my entire library from moms oh yeah. lord yeah have fun that's with that. gonna be like 50 to 60 books where the fuck am i gonna put them james is gonna kill me y you're complaining about 50 or 60 books may they're all about that thick chelsea Get you on my have, level. You at least have bookshelves. And hun, get on my level. When your manga library hits 1,600 books, then come back to me. Your what library? I manga? A, yeah, I had a manga library that was over 1,600 books total. That's actually really impressive. And they were all cataloged. Yeah. With a library system for who borrowed them. That's actually impressive. What, yeah. your library at home or your personal library? My personal library. Nerd. <laughs> No, but yeah, no, I just finished cataloging 700 not things, and most of them are freaking reference for cryptid stuff. And I was actually afraid last night. Like, I'm like, I know I'm a nerd. Also, like, this mom crap. has at least a dozen boxes of books at the old storage unit, too. They need to get brought back. Mmm, I love books. Just, hey, <laughs> if y'all get into uh, this podcast and love this stuff, just... Give us, give us cool books. Just free books. I do love free books. Oh god, I love them so much. Okay. Alright, so we will be off. You're Remember all hideous cubes, guys. Hideous cubes. Smash the like button with as much love as we love saying you are a hideous cube or you belong in the trash. And gently caress that not subscribe Terry. button. <laughs> the not Terry button? The, oh my Hey, that turn up is. <laughs> Wait, if you. <laughs> it's the peach button. It's a peach button. <laughs> Touch it. We need to leave. We do. Yeah. Say goodbye.
See you guys.